It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad, I swear, by the moon and the stars in the sky. What do you be? I'll be there. That's right. I swear. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing... This the song from Just, Just Friends. Friends. That's right. The movie opens up with the background song from All for Ones. I'll or I swear. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Just Friends is a hilarious movie that I'm sure yeah. people have seen. It's not. It's not new at all. It's not new. And if you it's kind of fifteen need, years old. Yeah, it came out two thousand five. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with the movie with just the title, just think of Fat Ryan Reynolds, and it'll it'll come back. It'll come back to you quick. It's a fun movie. I really enjoyed this movie. I remember watching this movie with my brother when it came out. Uh, Did you watch it in theaters? No. I think I watched it first on, like, he had it on DVD or something uh-huh. like that. Um, but it was funny. I remember this was right in the pocket when Anna Faris was doing all her dumb blonde chick roles. Yeah, this was, like, the peak of her of career, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not peak of her career, but definitely peak of that character. Because she doesn't play that character anymore. No. Well, yeah, because she was doing the house bunny. Yeah, um, and then now she's, like, a mom and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. On the show Mom. Oh, is that I'm not familiar with that show. Yeah, it's like in its like seventh season. It's, it's syndicated. I'm pretty. And it's sure. called Mom. Yeah, it's and she mom. plays a mom. Yep, it's pretty with her clever. Mom. Yeah, it's it's actually a fairly funny show. Okay. Um, this movie though. Yes, I let me say, I freaking love this movie oh, good. so much. Good, good. I love. I was laughing out loud constantly throughout the film oh my gosh it's it, it's great so uh welcome to another episode of it can't be that bad That's today right. we're going to be defending ryan reynolds film just, just friends right. <laughs> um should we <laughs> you just want to go straight into the knit grit man and then we'll and then we can just have some fun with it yeah we'll have some fun, fun. We'll it's so a fun you know movie. What movie it is um this is a 2005 movie rated pg-13 it's got a runtime of one hour 34 minutes the uh, brief synopsis I'll read to you here quickly, guys. <laughs> Years after high school, a once portly nice guy comes home for the holidays and reunites with his former crush. He still has feelings for. I love that. That's such a short and sweet synopsis, but oh my God. It's everything you need to This know. is so relatable to me. And I know that, you know, I was definitely going to relate to this film. 100%. I know really Have you never seen this movie before? This? No, I've def- I've seen this like a good amount of times okay, prior okay, to watching okay, it okay, just good. for this podcast. Good, because I, I was I was wondering if you would... That, yeah. Uh-huh. No, I was super excited. I mean, of course, this film's going to be attractive to me. Because for you listeners out there... It's attractive because Ryan Reynolds is in it. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's not what thank I'm, okay. You, He's you. a that's very it, attractive guy. <laughs> all right, and that's the end of the podcast. The moral of the story is that Ryan Reynolds is attractive. Thank you. We all know that. But it was attractive to me because it was super relatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you listeners out there, if you don't know uh, who I am, if you're if you're not a friend of ours for, since high school or like a recent friend of ours, um, I used to be I used to be 255 pounds, dude. I was a husky boy. You were rotund. If rotund. I could be so nice. Well, I was. If I can put it so nicely. Absolutely. I um, was. I used, you know, Christian. If I may be so bold, go ahead. Um, used to be fat as 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 used to fat shit. He was a fat shit motherfucker. Wow! If you may be so bold <laughs> and you say that I was a fat shit mother motherfucker, is that what you said? So Christian here, my boy Christian here, when he was fat, he used to be our friend also, and he you know <laughs> had low self esteem <laughs> and didn't mean? know what was going on. He used to be our he friend used, also. He used to buy us stuff so we'd hang out with him. He wasn't really sure what? about no, like who he was as a person. I was, uh, and then he loses all this weight, a person of weight, and then he gets all of this confidence. All of a sudden, he's suddenly really good looking. He 
he's doing his hair well. Thank you. All the girls are looking Thank at him. You. All the girls are stopped looking at me. He's doing the same hairstyle that I used to do. No, he's a biter. That. He's a I'm biter. A and biter. then and then he has the audacity to come out here and be like, Alex, don't I look so good? No, you don't look so good. I, I miss Fat Christian. That. I miss Fat Christian. Okay. Hashtag bring back Fat Christian. I don't know why all of my friends talk about Fat Christian in third person to me as if he's a completely different person. You, I'm was the a different same person. person. When you lost all that weight, you became a different person. Because now you're cool what? and suave and you like you sing really good and like I just molded into the person that I was supposed to be, dude. I think what what it was, you know when you get a big hunk of marble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you trim it down to make the statue of David. Okay. Okay. When it's a big hunk of marble, it looks like a, 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 a fat shit motherfucker. Wow, this is your favorite phrase. And then well, I'm trying to relate it to you so you understand what I'm getting. Oh, fat shit motherfucker, relatable. Got it. It's And then you shave it down to this Adonis marble. I'm not paying you a compliment. I know. It's like a backhanded compliment because, you know, that's still a part of me. Like, fat Christian is still a part of me. You guys have used the term fat Christian in third person so often that even I refer to fat Christian <laughs> as fat Christian. Hashtag bring back fat Christian is the thing. He's not coming back. Anyway, this movie's extremely relatable. Should we talk about a movie Let's on this talk podcast? About the movie because I know that we could go for two hours arguing back and forth about Fat Christian versus Skinny Christian. We got some ratings here, my friend. Yeah, let's uh, go this ahead. This movie was rated 6.2 on IMDb out of 10, 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, 47% on Metacritic. I do believe, though, it had a B minus on um, Cinema Score, so that's actually fairly high. That's acceptable. My parents would be okay with that being Asian. My parents would be stoked if I had that. Um, percentage of google users Ooh, um i thoroughly enjoyed this uh, i'm gonna go with a 93 close 87 87 off by six percent not bad real quick just so we know this was directed by roger cumble um written by tex davis starring ryan reynolds amy smart anna ferris chris klein and christopher marquette I really like this uh, bill of actors. It was it was a good time to have these actors. Yeah, the early two thousands became really popular. They were all still having fun. Because look at the because let me ask you this question. What's up? How old is are they playing? What how old is like Chris Grander? Um, this was ten years after they had graduated high mm-hmm. school, so they were roughly twenty eight years old. Right about our age, dude. Yeah. Oh wow, we're coming up. We're coming up soon on our ten year reunion. By up, the way, that's what I was thinking about while I was watching this. I was like, oh shit, dude. You gonna I go to buy that? a Porsche? What? You're gonna you're gonna buy a Porsche, I'm rent just, a Porsche for the just so I can pull up to the reunion in a Porsche. You should just rent the Porsche. I rent a Tesla. You would rent a Tesla. Mm-hmm. What do you? One of those automatic Teslas that you could fall asleep in while it's driving. No, well, it's illegal. I would find something to do in the Tesla. That's for sure. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means. You're freaking gross, dude. I don't know what that means. I've lost my appetite for the rest of the week. <laughs> for the week. I, this is by far one of my favorite movies. So um, funny. Yeah. Far and away, one of the good ones that I enjoy of Ryan Reynolds. Um, you know, it's not as silly, goofy as Ben Wilder, mm-hmm. um, but not as serious as Buried Alive. Yeah. If you're, if you're a fan of rom-coms and if you're a fan of mm. Ryan Reynolds, right from the get, you're going to be busting the gut. Uh, the, the movie or opens up. Busting a nut. I mean, yeah, depending if you like fat Ryan Reynolds that much that you just instantaneously bust a nut, leave, leave the premises immediately, <laughs> pause the film, <laughs> clean up, and then come back. <laughs> Don't do that. What I meant to say was bust a gut, okay? Because the film opens up with fat Ryan Reynolds uh, singing I Swear by All For One, thinking about his high school crush, Amy Smart. He's writing in her yearbook, like a, a love yes, note or yes. something like that. Uh, did you? Okay, let me ask you. Did you ever confess your love for somebody like like that an unrequited love were you you know we gotta ask we're doing a podcast about just friends absolutely have you ever been in the friend zone 
Do you know me? I I, it's a, I do, but maybe our the audience. F- also, guys, we yeah. need a name for the audience for you guys. So if you have any ideas, email it to us. Yeah. We'll go back to it. Anyways, Christian, were you I ever in the, in the friend, friend zone? zone? I lived in the friend zone. I, I uh, squatted in the friend zone. I oh, basically she, just, yeah. They tried to had get rid of you, but you're like, no, I'm staying No, here. I'm staying. It was, this is a pond. I like being friends. No, yeah, definitely. Being a little husky boy in high school, I definitely... I definitely had a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends that were girls and I ended up having crushes on them. And I did on multiple occasions confess uh, my feelings toward them. And <laughs> Wait, on multiple occasions? So like it wouldn't work and you'd be like, okay, next. <laughs> no. And then you'd like announce your feelings to something you'd be like, no, Christian, we're just friends. Like, okay, no, next. You make it sound like <laughs> That's it was what you one just said. right after the other. No, of course these were different uh, situations completely independent from each other. And I just happened to start liking the girl and I... I kind of got sick of just being treated like a friend i would always sure. I, I would remember you being, there. you're a good friend yeah you're, you are a good friend and so i could see how how if you were with a girl but um i could see how if you were with a girl that being the the kind of friend that you are would be hard to lose that being said we shouldn't be the guys who think that trading good behavior equates to you know like a relationship that's not what yeah. we're saying about being in the no friend zone. not at all but that's there not. is a definite time when when guys I was also in the friend zone quite a bit. Were you? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. And although, and here's the most frustrating part about being in the friend zone. Uh-huh. Later on, I would meet those girls or talk to those girls, and then they'd be like, you know what? I kind of had a crush on you back in high school. Like, really? you fucking bitch. Dude, that happens <laughs> sometimes, too. Like, I've found out, like, maybe once or twice, not, like, a lot, that girls are just like, you know, I, I, I kind of had a crush really, on yeah, you. And you're like, like, dude, well, thanks for making it obvious. Yeah, thanks for, like, you know, use bo- uh, obvious body language. Just use your words, please. I'm, I'm you, you know, I, yeah, also, so definitely. Oblivious. definitely all my girlfriends, my past girlfriends, have always learned fairly quickly. Like, just say it. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot take hints. Were you not good with girls growing up? Like, when did you say? Like in high school, would you say that you were good with women? Good no, at wooing I think them? I, I had I had maybe two girlfriends in high school, and uh-huh. I think they for sure lasted less than eight months. Mm-hmm. The longest one I think that's was typical maybe for eight high months. school, though. Yeah, very it wasn't typical. a big deal. I mean, I wasn't. Um, it's not like I. It wasn't for lack of trying. That's uh-huh. for sure. Um, but I didn't know how to really like t- flirt, right? So I could yeah. see how it would. So I'd be like, "I'm being nice. This means you should." The like flirting me game too. was super weird in high school. I remember I would text girls or talk to them, and I, uh, I thought the formula was so clear in my mind. I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna compliment the hell out of you until you like me." But it turned out to be overflattering and just way too platonic. And they'd be like, "Oh, you're so sweet." Girls liked me like they liked teddy bears. Oh, yeah. Well, Fat Christian, you know, it could equate to a teddy Big bear. Big and brown like a teddy bear, yes. Let me ask you this now. Let me ask you this here. Okay. Uh-huh. Just go ahead and ask. What are you doing there? I'm doing my Larry David or Larry King impression. It's just a lot of saliva. Stop that. So, <laughs> Stop um, that. Have you ever put uh, somebody in the friend zone? Um, And we don't have to use names. But have you ever yeah, like, yeah. knowingly I, I, like, put I, someone in the friend zone? After losing weight, I've definitely uh, uh, found um, found out that some some women did have feelings for me that I couldn't reciprocate in the way that they wanted me to, and so I would have to I would have to obviously put them in the friend zone. And I hate saying that; those words have never come out of my mouth. Oh my gosh, this is such a revealing <laughs> episode of this podcast. Yeah, dude. Now I see it from there, and and it's it sucks because you don't want to force these feelings, and you can't reciprocate them. So all you have to do is 
say the cliche lines of like, I don't want to lose you as a friend, but that's true. These, these girls that have liked me in the past that I didn't like back, I've had to tell them, I don't want to lose I'm you as a friend. It. I don't yeah. see you in that way. Yeah. So how about you? Have you had to like friend zone a bunch of girls? No, I think, well, I'm, I must have. And I bet you there's, uh, I bet you there's someone listening who's like, Alex, you friend zoned me. <laughs> Sean Connery? <laughs> friend zoned like. Sean Connery. <laughs> That'd yes. be kind of dope. Here's how it's coming out. <laughs> so me and Sean go back a couple months ago. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He took me out on a nice day. He brought out some haggis. Uh, which is a real nice delicacy out there in Scotland. Okay, um, I guess I'll I'll write that down. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. No, I think I have, but I ca- I it wasn't ever intentional. Um, I think if I put somebody in the friend zone, it was maybe because I was pursuing somebody else. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. And I now that I'm older, I kind of like under understand that action more because when i was in high school i'd just be like man this sucks like what am i doing wrong like i'm being so sweet looks don't matter because i know i look like one big old whopper um but yeah i mean we could talk about this for hours i kind of wanted to play a game with you real quick let's do it yeah um so this game is since it's starring ryan reynolds and a lot of the times i have uh, friends and acquaintances that mm-hmm. mix up ryan reynolds and ryan gosling they're kind of like uh like on the same tier of attractiveness See, people, but for different people, reasons people get the chris's mixed up right yeah I, yeah I don't get them mixed up so if this is a game of which is which i'm gonna rock it oh i that wasn't the game oh, at all man. oh my gosh oh. i mean if you want to play that game i should have prepared a bit more mine was just as simple as um who who is more attractive ryan reynolds or ryan gosling because i know a lot of uh reynolds Reynolds, why Gosling that? has a little bit of a weirdish thing to him, to my, in my opinion. Now, um, I just think that uh, Reynolds is a little more of an introvert. Or, excuse me, Gosling is a little more of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Reynolds is more of a little bit of an outgoing guy. So I would be, if I was picking one, <laughs> I think I would pick Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I think if I had to pick between these two boys, I'd pick <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. As my I'm glad boy. that you're open to the idea, man. Yeah, well, I'm not. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> these are objectively handsome men. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. Of them, Ryan Reynolds is more of my checklist than. <laughs> Maybe I should have rephrased this game. Can we play a different I, game? I should have just said Ryan Reynolds versus Ryan Gosling. In, a fight, like... in a fight, I pick Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh no. Have you seen Ryan Gosling in Drive? Kicks oh, but ass. He had a, oh, but have you seen Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool? That's also true. Um, listeners out there, email us what you think Ryan Reynolds versus Ryan Gosling. We want to hear what you say. So, um, yeah, let's talk about this movie more. So, <laughs> so he so he goes to L.A. He's from New Jersey. He goes to L.A. Ryan Reynolds. Yes, gets skinny, becomes a big hotshot record producer. Mm-hmm. Um, is doing all the cool Hollywood. He becomes things. a womanizer. <laughs> he goes back home. He accidentally gets stuck in New Jersey, and when the plane gets uh, grounded yes with pop star anna, anna ferris who is like the sex symbol of the time yeah um you know i guess right after high school he left is what they're saying that's what it seems like 10 yeah. years um it's about that amount of time he doesn't want to ever come home um but it's cool when you know you left for a little bit to go to college you yeah, left benicia i did benicia is a fairly small town mm-hmm. i also i left and i was living in southern california for a couple of years um, and when we came back, when you came back, did you feel similar to how he felt where it's like something's never changed in this small town? What do you feel? That's interesting because my situation isn't 
sim isn't too similar to his. Yes, I did leave, but I only left for like two years, and I didn't leave for college um, until like a few years after I'd graduated high school. Mm. It's after high school graduation, I stuck around Benicia for a while, Definitely and I that. saw a lot of people start to leave as I stayed here. But um, when I did come back after those two years, I did notice a few changes. I did notice a few changes, mm -hmm. new faces, people that uh, concurrently or simultaneously came back to mm -hmm. our hometown. Mm -hmm at the same time as us. So in that way I can relate. Um, so for Ryan Reynolds, this was a whole decade that he hadn't been to his hometown. I can't imagine what it would be like to be gone for a decade. And come yeah. Back. Cause dude. even the little things that would change would build up over time, uh, over a decade. Mm -hmm. You know, your favorite deli is no longer a deli. It's a dry cleaners now. Or yeah. Some shit like that. Um, all of the friends that used to hang out at that hometown, it's not promised that even a fraction of them are going to be there still. I would I, I put my money that they're not going to be there. Yeah, when Ryan Reynolds comes back to that bar uh, at his hometown, he What's sees. It I forget the name of uh, the bar. I we'll wish we'll call it punches. We'll call it punches bar. When he returns to punches bar, he coincidentally runs into both of his best friends from high school and his crush. I have a feeling that might be the only bar in this in this in the town. It's it seems like a very it's, small and that's why it's town. Easy to find find them there. Yeah. Um. He runs into his best friends who are now married. Yeah, they're dentists. And dentists. And uh, I thought it was funny. You know, Ryan Reynolds, he comes in, he sees his crush who also works at the bar. Actually, can I break that down? This yeah. was one of my favorite scenes because I'm such a sucker for rom-coms. And it was that moment. And I was very empathetic to this moment where um, Amy Smart's character, mm -hmm. Jamie, mm -hmm. uh, she was she works as a bartender Jamie at smiles. this. Jamie smiles. Um, she works as a bartender at this bar. And um, she notices... Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds from afar, and she can't she, like, believe drops. her. She drops. She literally drops to the floor once she notices that Ryan Reynolds' character notices her back because she's freaking out. She hadn't seen her best friend yeah. from high school in a decade. Yeah. And not only and that, that, he looks crazy good. Yeah, he's he in looks a suit. like Ryan Reynolds. He has a jawline. Like, yeah, the first one of the first things she says when she uh, sees him and uh, walks up to him, mm -hmm. she hugs him, and she literally says. Oh my God! Like I can, I can wrap my arms around you. Have you ever heard that? Yes, I, de I definitely. After my first breakup, I, I, I lost that weight, right? Mm -hmm. uh, within the, the course of a few months, and then um, when I had first seen my ex girlfriend at the uh, at that time, she hugged me and she literally said, "Oh my God! I could wrap my arms around wow. you." So that was so you knew so exactly relatable. how Ryan Reynolds felt. I in was that Ryan moment. Reynolds, dude. Wow. Can I ask you when they went? So he meets up with the girl. They decide to go get lunch together. Yes. Right. And he has a rule he sets in the beginning of the movie, like never do a day date. Yeah. Because that puts you in the friend zone. That puts you in the friend zone. Yes. Um. So he. So they end up going on a day date, and they go to the old diner they used to eat. Yeah. At, and he gets that chubby monkey fluffy pancake. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Which is literally a stack of pancakes with uh, chocolate Hershey sauce drizzled all over it, topped off with M&M's. <laughs> and whipped cream and chocolate syrup. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. And, she has, like, and she has like a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, w with like a cheese on the side or something. No, ranch like dressing. With ranch dressing on the side. Dude, this, is a, this is a very... And so he decides to be a dick on the date, right? That's yes. how he's going to win over because she's always been with assholes. He's going to be an asshole mm -hmm. to her and he's going to finally mm -hmm. get her. Uh, and it doesn't work, which like no shit, it doesn't. Of work. course, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of people nowadays, it seems so obvious that that wouldn't work. Yeah, negging hasn't worked since like two thousand three. Yeah, that's like an old school thing. So if you're still being a douche and you're trying to get girls, change it up because you're kind of ruining society, guys. And if it works, you don't want to be with those kind of girls. No, no, not at all. They don't know what they want. 
Um, I don't know. That's why I'm really appreciative of Amy Smart's character. Even uh, right now, Alejandro is <laughs> looking up in wonder, wondering if he's a douchebag and he uses douchebag <laughs> skills to get girls. And he's really questioning his his own existence at the moment. Are you okay, dude? Yeah, we're going to have to stop this and <laughs> come back to <laughs> Next topic, please. It's okay. Okay, we'll move on. Um, like I was saying, I really like Amy Smart's character in this. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie is very... Um, realistic you know what i mean um she is still at home she's a substitute teacher and yeah. uh works at the bar uh, part-time i guess at night yes and um she did just get out of a relationship with some dude named mike they mentioned yeah. that in the she beginning. just moved back to their hometown maybe because a year she must, ago because she must have been with mike and they moved out or whatever yeah and so now she's just trying to rebuild and i really like her character because she doesn't fall for that douchebag shit she but, but here, here's where i don't like amy smart's character what when at the end of the movie he, he does go back to her, she's just like, "Oh yeah, whatever, that's fine." When he does go back to her, she, oh, it's like it's nothing. Like yeah. uh, he didn't. He have wasn't to w- just being a major douche to her and being like a real big asshole and and almost burned down the front of her her house. Yeah, but I mean, with all of that being said, I think that he has like a lot of wiggle room because they share such a strong strong foundation. They did, were literally best friends. Did you also think that uh, Jamie's dad was hella mean to Ryan Reynolds? He was terrible. <laughs> he was hella mean what to What did him. he say to him? He was like, uh, oh, this guy used to write uh, Jamie letters all night oh, long. Oh, like, got Jamie flowers every, every Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Roses. And it like, really pissed her boyfriends off. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then later on, he was like, uh, don't you got it? He's just always a dick to him. So when... Ryan Reynolds fucks up and ruins his Christmas decorations. Yes. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That was like a moment of like, you deserve this. They definitely foreshadowed. Did the- you think Amy, Anna Faris's character was hot? Oh, Anna Faris's character? Mm-hmm. No. No? Not, not at oh, all, dude. dude. She I, was, I thought she was rocking it. I dude. thought she was hilarious. Anna Faris did a fantastic job. You know, if this movie would have been made like six years later, it wouldn't have been a poster. It would have been like a sex tape. You think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? It would have kept with the times. Now, yeah, this movie, although uh, arguably, it it holds up pretty well for being almost fifteen yes. years old. There's only like one or two mentions uh, that uh, that would really make you feel like it's two thousand five. Yeah, like she mentioned uh, Anna Faris's character mentions that she doesn't have her sidekick. Yep. Yes, yeah. uh, and I think that's really it's the sidekick and the fact that he works at a like a Tower Records. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the, maybe the only two dated things. Um, but the movie holds up pretty well, dude. For being yeah. 15 years old and all these actors who are like doing such different things now, like yes. it's kind of it's really funny to see. It was them. nice to see them like uh, this long ago, and it, they were just having fun, man. A care an actor um, in the movie that I miss seeing around regularly was mm-hmm. Chris Marquette, who plays mm. Ryan Reynolds' little brother. He's so funny. Where has Chris Marquette been? Dude? I have no clue, but he he used to be, he was kind of like popping at the time. He was like in The Girl Next Door. He was yep, in Freddy vs. Jason. He kind of looks like Miles Teller, like a different version of Miles Teller. He looks like Miles Teller and Justin Long's kid. Yeah, he he. what's analogous to that is like how, um, uh, who's the guy that played Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. And Michael Sarah, how they kind of look alike. Chris Marquette yep. looks like Miles Teller in that same sense. Um, I guess I see what you're saying. D- you I ha- think he looks closer to like a Justin Long, in my opinion. I could definitely see yeah. that, too. I- Very similar to this facial structure. You guys can't see my hands, but I'm pointing at my He's face. Pointing, you, I, could, you, I get Justin Long quite a bit. Y- you definitely look like Justin Long. Yeah. So thus, I think I look like. Okay. If, if A it, equals B and B equals C. A, a equals C. C. Gotcha. Wow. Thank you, Algebra. Um, you have an older brother. 
Um, I do. I have, I have an older brother. You do. You have Seeing one. this relationship between uh, Chris Marquette oh, and, and Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds was hilarious. it relatable at all? They were yeah, so funny. Pretty, pretty, pretty relatable. I used to pick up my brother the, the phone when my brother was on the phone. I used to sneak onto his AOL and message his friends pretending to be him. <laughs> um, you would do that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would. We would fuck with each other. There was a solid eight months. Uh huh. Okay. My brother got a Tickle Me Elmo. And it was the year that the Tickle Me Elmo's box had like a flap that you would open, and there was a little voice box, and it would go like, it would you laugh. You see it, yeah. He would laugh. He'd go, oh, Tickle Me Elmo, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And so my brother took that box out of the, the little voice box out of the box, and he kept it just as that. He oh. one day hid it under my bed. So I'm sleeping, and at three in the morning, I roll over, and all of a sudden I hear Elmo laughing. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of like freaking out for a minute, and I like roll back over, and it does it again, and I'm freaking out for a second, then I realize it's this box. That's messed So I take up. the box out, and I think to myself, you know what? I'm just going to go back and take it under his. So the next day when he left, I went and hit it under his bed. Uh-huh. And this went on back and forth for like a solid eight months. And you guys I, never got tired of that bit? No, it went on for, and then, and then we like stopped for a while. And then like a couple months later, it came up again. Oh and my then, gosh. And I, I don't know if my parents ever knew about this. I don't know if me and my brother ever talked about this, like uh-huh. even out loud, but it was for sure something that we were doing back and forth to each other for a while. You should bring it back, dude. If where am I going to get a box like that? You can you can Amazon or some shit. It's possible. That's I, just, I, I really funny. I forgot about that like little prank war that we had for a solid. It's nice. It's the, the nostalgia of it is nice reminiscing upon those moments. Like having an older brother that you could fight with, but like you know, but you unconditionally love them. It's nice, and like Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and Chris Marquette really show that they just beat the shit out of each other. In yeah, this movie. and then and then at the end they're like, "All right, love you. Call me when you get back." And it's then so like, funny, yeah, I love super, that. And the way that they mess with each other too. When Ryan Reynolds thinks he's done and ruined everything, he like barges in, and the camera is just on Chris Marquette on the on the couch, on the couch playing, playing his Game Boy, and he's like. Um, Hey, did you did you fuck everything up? And he like walks past. He's like, "All right, bye. See you in another ten years." Yeah, he just does not. He doesn't look back. He doesn't give a shit. Um, that kind of relationship was hilarious to me. Um, I love my brother. It was well done. Oh my, yeah, do you have a cool story like like Mike? Mine not as cool. Brother? Not of as, course you don't. <laughs> hey, it's not a competition. It dude. is me. And my brother win. Whoa, no, no, no. Me and my brother win. This is not a 2v2. Can I go on with my story? Can we have a tag team fight between your brother and you and your brother versus me and my brother? Pretty sure. Tag team fight. Hell in a cell. Be there. I'm not I'm, down I'm for that. I'm officially throwing it down right my here. My brother's a pacifist, dude. And my brother's... Uh, He's a father. <laughs> He's a father. I was going to say, my brother's fat as shit. <laughs> I'm just getting mad. You're doing really well losing your weight. You look great. <laughs> my brother, when I was younger, he would, we would like literally, he would punch me if he got mad at me. He would punch me in the arm and I would cry because I was a kid. And as I would start crying, he would cover my mouth and say, shh, shh, shh. Hey, stop, stop. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay? Happens. I'm sorry. Did that happen to you? My brother would hit me quite a bit. Um, I also, what my brother would do, because my brother started playing football before I did. He's mm-hmm. six years older than me. So when he was a freshman, what is that, 16, 15? Uh, 14. 14, even 14 going on 15, yeah, younger. Okay, and he was a little older than everyone because his birthday's in January, so we'll say he was uh, 15, okay? That means I'm nine. As soon as he started playing football, he was a, a lineman. He practiced throwing the football, bullets, throwing them at me. Yeah, and then he would get mad at me when I wouldn't <laughs> catch the ball or I'd dive out of the way. I have distinct memories of him like hitting my chest so hard where I would have like welts on my chest from the nose of the football that he would, and he'd always be like, you gotta catch the ball, Alex. And I'm like, and now I think back to it, I wish I had the like 
articulate skills to be like, why are you throwing it this hard? You're not Stop. gonna be a quarterback. I'm nine years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm nine. You're nine. hurting me. Bro. His son is about to turn seven. I would just, I want to a bullet of football <laughs> at his son and be like, you see that? You see that, dude? You were making fun of me on the last episode talking about shaking babies. You want to throw bullet footballs at he's your? He's my blood. He's nephew? my blood. It's okay. He's okay. my blood. It's okay. 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 If I shake my nephew, baby, because he's blood, that's okay. A hundred percent, dude. I think if Thanks, that's, I think that's the law. Um, we high fived. So let's move on with this movie. Yeah. Um, tell me more of your favorite parts of this film. Uh, the song, dude. Uh, what's his name? When Dusty, Dusty, when played Dusty by Chris back, Klein. When Chris Klein comes back, he writes a song for Jamie. It's it. He was a. He was also a weird kid in high school with pimples and weird hair. Couldn't um, play guitar. Couldn't sing. And then very he goes awkward. to he goes to become a paramedic and uh, comes back and and rocks it, dude. He's a cool guy, but he's also a douche. I yes. thought he was hilarious. He dude. was really funny. He played the part really well. My one of my favorite parts was when they're in the church. Yes. All right. And he's like, uh, hey, do you guys want to join us for uh, one last song? And then Ryan Reynolds fights him. And he's on the floor with all the kids. And all the kids like, all the kids are always yes. chanting, Dusty, Dusty, Dusty. And he like looks up at him. And he's like, how could you do this? And then everyone's like, yeah, how could you do this? And then he like looks at him and does like the, the rock on uh-huh. and flicks his tongue out a little bit. And then acts like, Go, he passed like out. he's dead again. I love it, dude. I think it's hilarious. That scene made me think of like, do we still act like kids? Because hanging out with you a lot, I noticed oh, no, that we I love always chant. I'm a big chanter, and you I realize are. yes, and I I've, I've learned that because um uh, the last uh, girl that I was dating, her name was Shannon, uh-huh. she's from England. Uh, she pointed that out to me that I chant quite a bit. I you love a good do chant. it a lot. Yeah, I love a good chant, dude. And um, it's contagious because people join. Is. And Americans love a good chant, so yes. it's easy to get people chanting. And you can say it about anything. Yeah, Literally. I learned that. I learned that trick in high school. Because uh, <laughs> I remember, wow. uh, a decade the, later, was the last episode I was talking about how scary teenage boys are. Yeah, it's also how quickly teenage boys learn. Like in high school, I learned really quickly how to like get a group of people on my side, mm-hmm. just start making fun of somebody, and One. also like get everybody saying the same thing. Right, that's an easy way to get the whole crowd on your side. Did you ever every- do that to me when I was in high school about me, like you trying to spread that foreign rumor? Did you ever go like foreign, foreign? No, no, no. no but I definitely did. But I definitely did one time hear someone talk about you being from a from the Philippines. So it worked. Two other people who I wasn't even in a conversation with, I overheard it and I thought to myself, "Yeah, I think I went." It's spreading. It's I spreading exponentially. Win. It's like a pyramid scheme, dude. Do we have a best person on set award? Yeah, I believe we do. You go first. Um, my best person on set award is Amy Smart. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. The lead one. woman, she does. she's the most grounded character, the most real. Everybody yes. in this movie is very realistic. You can see yourself in every character. Yes. But Jamie is um, the most... She's the innocent girl next door, and uh, I like her that much more because she was best friends with this with this fat guy and ends mm-hmm. up falling in love with him. And uh, I guess I like I like her for those reasons. Definitely. That she's matured and she grew out of her shell and she understood that the traits that she was finding in a guy are no longer the traits that align with an asshole. The but cool guys aren't cool after high no, school. No, but like yeah. the, the real I'm person cool that though. was there for you... <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, the... <laughs> um, she, I don't know, just like Ryan Reynolds just always being there for her and she realizing that. That was I, so sweet. I also think the other, it's kind of easy for me to pick Amy Smart because everybody is, uh, the main characters, you know, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Chris Klein. Yes. They're all kind of fallible. They all have this definite, like they're, they're 
good, but they have one thing wrong, or yes. they're bad, or they have one thing good, right? Jamie is wholesomely good, right? Yes. I mean, I remember when they were having, when Ryan Reynolds' character would call Jamie, mm. and they would go into a split screen. Oh, it would always cut She's into, like baking She's or doing something. wholesome things. Uh-huh. She's baking. She's bathing her dog, who's like yep, licking her yep, face. Yep. Uh, she's awesome. I would love to date a girl like Jamie. She, it was, it was really nice. Um, Jamie. Refreshing. If there's a Jamie out there who's like this girl. Yeah, I guess uh, email uh, Alex through ICBTB podcast at yahoo.com. Say you're interested. Also on Grinder. Uh, <laughs> what? Your best person on set award? My best, best person on set award specifically goes to Fat Ryan Reynolds. That was a 12, 12 pounds of prosthetics Four on his face alone. Yeah, dude. He. He was, I don't know, did you watch the ending the credits, credits where he's singing? He's lip singing. The whole song. He's like doing a dance for and one. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. It's really funny. He does quite a bit. He makes that movie, he makes that movie memorable for sure. Absolutely. Do you think this is one of his first, uh, well, you know, we didn't even get into the budget. We never talked about no, the budget. No, we didn't. Do you want to quickly touch on that before we finish? Yeah, let's do that. Um, so the budget, do you want to guess what the budget was? Um, I'm going to go with uh, 15 mil. Man, you suck. <laughs> I'm really bad with this whole idea of like how much money spent. The budget man. was, oh, it doesn't say. God damn it! It only says it, what it grossed. Well, how much did it gross? It grossed fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Uh, in fact, it, it grossed fifty million dollars domestically. Um, Whatever it was, it, I I can bet you one hundred percent it made more than twice the amount it spent. It made it made a good amount of money, but it also I don't think um, I, I think at that time it wasn't it was hard to get a movie super big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A comedy like this. First of all, they don't make rom coms like this. No, not anymore. I don't anymore. think they make comedies like it's this. It's like too cheesy. It won't won't go. It doesn't sell. I'm down for what it. What sells what sells is superhero movies and that's what's books current. and things that have a universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to sell something like this. Like that is that new movie coming out with Batista and Kumail Nanjiani. Stuber. I I, was, I saw the like commercial buddy for that, com. and I thought to myself like, oh, I didn't know they still make movies like this. But like, of course they still make movies like this yeah. because they're funny movies that can like you can turn your brain off. I wonder if that'll be on this podcast. Maybe we'll we'll have to wait and see until it comes out, and then if it doesn't do that well critically, we're gonna defend the hell out of it. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. I think uh, I think that's our thoughts on Just Friends. Yeah, dude. Def- check out this movie, guys. It's on Netflix. It's, it's on TV. Quite really a bit. funny. I promise you, you will laugh out loud multiple times. And if you've seen it before. You've forgotten some parts of it because there was some, like the whole ambulance ride. I totally forgot so the ambulance funny. ride. Yeah. We didn't even get into it. It's, there are some really funny parts. The hockey scene. Yeah. We got distracted talking about ourselves, but I don't even care. But it's okay. You um, guys watch the movie. You're going to find some scenes that, that you forgot about because it is a, it is a funny movie. It's yeah. Funny I think movie. we really touched up on everything that we needed to. Like this you know, Fat Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart being wholesome. It's just a fun ride the and entire it's way. PG 13, right? Yeah. PG 13. So, I mean, it's, it's a solid. You know what I mean? It's a solid PG-13. So for you 13-year-olds out there, you don't need a parent. Just go ahead and watch it. All those 13-year-old fans that we have. <laughs> yeah, you could go ahead and find us on Netflix. It's streaming on Netflix right now. It is. It is on Netflix. And you can find us on, on Spotify, on Spotify iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud Stitcher, Stitcher, YouTube. You name Podbean, it, we got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Twitter, Instagram. Check us all out. ICBTB Podcast. That's short for it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Uh, Yeah, thanks so much, guys, for those first downloads. First week was fun. Appreciate you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Real quick, we want to give a shout out to a couple people. 
Yep. A huge shout out to John Boo and Alan Boo for the great sound production. A uh, shout out to uh, Greg Reasoner for helping us out with our cover art and title work. And a shout out to you guys for your endless support. That's right. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, anywhere you hear us. We'll see you next time. It can't be that bad. <laughs>